Sora Takamo. Good idea. On TV, radio, and internet, we are We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, a weekly arcade review show. It's called Arcade Weekly. Are you ready for Neovember? Neo's on! If you're not ready, uh, you've, you're a little late. <laughs> you're a little late to Neovember, but it's okay. You could go back in time because this is non-dated. Obama, elected president, amazing. No timestamp. Some people complain it's too early for Christmas, but we are always evergreen here. Evergreen, we are young and fresh, and here we go. This is Chris Nicobun on the show. Hello. Hello, Chris Nekobun. Works out of the way. One's Americanized, one's in the traditional Nihongo. Yep, we got dubs, we got subs. The subs aren't so good, though. I haven't been doing my, uh, my Duolingo. I have been keeping up with that. So uh, half the stuff I'm writing words down for, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Good, that's what I do. I could read Korean, I could write Korean. No idea what the fuck <laughs> I'm saying. Ooh, exactly. Uh, work safe, work safe. We're still work safe. Come our holiday haymakers, jingle bells, jingle bells, we're going to curse. Big, big uh, stars headed our way for holiday haymakers. Oh, yeah? Of, yeah, a lot of guest stars. People you wouldn't expect. Maybe. I mentioned about the Neo Geo, Neovember, going to be visiting games that started on Neo Geo, games that ended on the G- Neo Geo, and games that were sequels or prequels, in this case, on the Neo Geo. I have you on today because you and Robo Duke reviewed Waku Waku 7. And that we did. Yeah, Waku Waku 7 gets a lot of play. By the way, I'm Wiggly in the booth. Nobody. That's Dr. Noah Body. For all you 1966 Spider-Man cartoon fans. Good thing he was named that because then he turned invisible. His parents had the foresight to name him Dr. Noah Body. Just like Otto Octavius, fortunate, became Dr. Octopus. I hear that uh, many people become the career that their names are after. Like a lot of people named Dennis become dentists. It's a very, very convenient. I'm still working my way up to a small shrub and or seasoning, but we're getting there. It's it's actually a weird statistic that is that is true. Like if you name your daughter Stripperella, there's a good chance she will. Well, no, it's it's true. The dentist one is the only one I can remember, though. Dentist and dentist. So, I mean, that completely explains all of the Spider-Man villains from 1966. The art imitating life sort of thing going on there it's both a reaction to and a result of popular culture it's a simulation man it's all a simulation we don't know matrix happening here neovember that's why hey exactly we are young and fresh here we go with the super punch city galaxy fight galaxy fight universal warriors they're universal so uh waku waku 7 gets a lot of play because of the funny name and you gave that a semi-mediocre review, I believe. Uh, somewhat generic, but fun. I think the, the cop tank, I can't remember what his name is. Policito Z or something like that. Policito Z was the one fighter from Waku Waku 7. That was a robot policeman. Yeah, man. something like that. <laughs> some of those lines. Yeah. Uh, but the prequel, I, I, I guess, 
It's like a semi prequel. There's yeah. only one character that carries over, mm. which is the punching bag of all things. <laughs> Indeed. And it's probably they probably pulled the best thing they could. This this is Sunsoft's first fighting game and it shows Oh, well see, now here we're gonna have a giant disagreement about this okay. game. Because I think this was a much superior game, and it was a game that I thought that should have been reviewed instead of Waku Waku 7. But see, you young kids can't appreciate this type of thing because you weren't there when it first dropped. I like a lot of what they did with it, but I also got my shit. I'm sorry, I got yeah. my I got my poop. Uh, and there's no way I don't think that works safe. If the poop I, uh, got rammed up the Hershey Highway, I probably should have set the difficulty a little lower. You but, can't. It, oh, all right, <laughs> you you actually can. You have to hold the start button if you're playing the MVS system. Which here's the thing about the Neo Geo that we sort of talked about. There was the ability, of course, to have a home exact home version of this system, and the home version was called the AES. Yeah. Arcade E system or AE system. I don't know what it meant. And I always got them confused. But here's the easy way to remember is in the arcades, you would mostly have multi video game system, meaning that much like Sega would have their Sega board. (laughs) I can't remember the name of the Sega's board, the M2 and M3 and things like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all M's. And Capcom would have their. Jeez, I can't remember they anything. Had, they had the CPS system. I know yeah, that. the CPS. Although I think the S might have been also a system, so it's like an ATM machine. Yeah, right. ATM machine. Yes, exactly. Or some other thing. Oh, I can't remember anything today, so forget it. Of course, the Deco cassette system was very popular. <laughs> uh, but who could <laughs> forget? With the Daddy East. Because, <laughs> you know, rewinding tape. Game will load in 30 seconds. <laughs> Let's wait for the tape to catch up. Much like these inter-swappable breadboards on the base system, that's what you had with the multi-video game system of the Neo Geo. And the cartridges were huge, and they also contained a breadboard that, as Kyle mentioned, was chopped in half and then connected with wires, I guess, some type of (laughs) circuitry. And uh, it would be a whole new board that you would plunk into the existing Neo Geo main CPU power system, powerhouse, whatever you want to call it. And the cartridges came in all different types of megs. I can't remember what this was, maybe around 176, somewhere around there. But remember, the megs is in a small M. And I had some confusion about that, and I didn't bother to look into it. So, <laughs> But I know that it's these are very small. Even though it's 176, that might be mean 1 meg 700Ks by today's standards. Uh, but back then, it was huge. Yeah. And as you could see, very uh, amazing looking. Even with our 16M game that we started November season with the League Bowl. So Galaxy Fight, I have no idea where I was. Oh, the MVS and the AES. So the easy one to remember is the multi-video game system because most Neo Geos in the arcade, most Neo Geo arcade cabinets would allow you to choose from four different games. That was the most popular. There was also two ones with two games. There was one, there were systems with three games, and then there were systems that were tied together for games like Riding Hero and League Bowling. However, those were much more rare. And a lot of these other games that we we mentioned. What was the second week? Um, Oh, Whatever Neo happened Mr. to Mr. Do? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, that wasn't the game. Then this did. Then last week was uh, a good game. 
Neo Drift Out. Neo Drift Out. And that also New technology. <laughs> new technology. And that also had the ability to be chained, but I don't know if they ever were. And most of the games after then had the ability to be chained to other systems, cabinets, I should say. However, on the home market, I only know of the two games, which were the Riding Hero and the League Bowl, that had the little mini RCA plugs on the top that you would yeah. chain together with a long thing. So basically, you had a different type of cartridge that would go in these MVS systems, the multi-video game systems in the arcade. But the arcade also had a stereo jack. So you can listen to these games in stereo because the sound was so great. The sound was so good. The music was so good. And you also had a memory card area. So you could actually take, buy a memory card. These were large style, hmm, what the hell did they call it? PCI missing in action cards? Some, something like that. They're the ones you used to put in your Newton or your uh, laptops. Today, forget it. There, there was a reason I, I gave a hint for today's game, and my hint was gin and tonic. And the way that it tied into Galaxy Fight was that I drank a lot of gin and tonics while I played this game. So now... <laughs> I, I can see why. <laughs> I am still feeling the effect. Yes, we'll talk about that. But I just wanted to mention there was an arcade version of this game, and then you would have a home console version of the game. Then cartridge usually came out at $200 in the beginning for NOM 75 Magician Lord, as Kyle loves to mention Magician Lord. It's being the only game for the Neo Geo. And uh, Baseball Stars, all those were like around 200 bucks. And then as time went on, uh, when you got into Sengakus and the things like this, the... Uh, bigger fighting games, Fatal Fury Special, Fatal Fury 2 Special, and Aggressors of Dark Combat, those were still like $200, but I guess some of the later uh, King of Fighters uh, 2018, <laughs> those were more expensive. Sometimes they'd be up to $500 a cartridge and stuff like that, which no one paid that unless you were stupid. Yeah. yeah. I, re I remember looking in magazines and stuff and mm. just hearing about the prices. I'm like, oh, that's never happening in yeah. my house. Yeah. But when I first saw Galaxy Fight, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting it, number one, because it dropped in price to, I don't know what, maybe $150. And it was originally maybe a $300 cartridge. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'm just going to make up things, and you don't know. But the art style was so incredibly unique, I couldn't believe it. I never saw anything like this, and we wouldn't see things like this. Well, uh, actually, let's see. What time? What year did Galaxy Fight come out? 95? Yeah, it was 95. I'm not sure if King of Fighters 93 had this type of shading. I know at least one or two of them definitely played around with this. Yeah, and I think it might have been around 99. I, I didn't get a chance to play all the King of Fighters, but most of them were very bright colors. Black outline, you know, mm. your standard-looking fighting sprites. Beautiful, but uh, yes. the accepted style at the time. They went into these subdued color schemes, and there's also, I guess you would call it a Hmm. I don't know if you would call it pastel effect on how these characters are shaded. To me, it looks like they tried, they did like emulated in sprite form, like a um, a uh, flat fill polygon uh, look. But it's right. it's like a hybrid of that and cell shading, where they're like there's not really outlines; it's all shading and like it fades all into each other. Yeah. So you don't get the thick black outline you have with cell shading. It's still distinct enough that everything looks like super crisp but doesn't have the 
black outlines and it kind of looks like it's pseudo 3d but not as clunky as 3d at the time still was right yeah we wouldn't get 3d like king of fighters until mm, 2008 i think uh we were still doing pushing around pixels until then i think 96 was when that subdued colors and then from then on it was pretty much subdued colors but not this type of you're right cell shading is what you would call it except that it doesn't have the cartoon heavy black outlines yeah it's more more shading less cell exactly yes so let me give you a hint right away before you start playing this and i could only imagine what your meeklies must look like for this because i've seen you play (laughs) fighting you get a stick for fighters because it's it's getting pretty shameful. Yeah. Your Arcade Meeklies, which, by the way, check them out on, on uh, YouTube. What's your handle? It's YouTube.com slash Negabun. Okay. Yeah. I haven't promoted this enough. I, I tried to start at the top of November, and then I forgot. And uh, good thing I got you on for this, because your, <laughs> your one-on-one fighting games are, are pretty upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, well, I go in. A, I am very rusty. I haven't played any seriously yeah. uh, since. Well, uh, recently I played uh, what was it? The second Persona Four One, which was mm. by the guys who did um, Blaze Blue and uh, Oh, okay. It's amazing. Our yeah, Arc System Works. Before that, I hadn't played much since X Men versus Street Fighter. So yeah. I am incredibly rusty, and I'm doing it on a controller most of the time. So it's not pretty. Oh yeah. Plus, yeah. I'm much like. Kyle does. I go in completely blind, so I don't have a move set. I'm just doing like I'm the guy who's like, all right, all right. Let me hold on. Let me let me uh, try this. Let me try this. Let me hit some buttons here, please. Don't hit me. Don't hit me, please. Don't hit me. Let me try to hit some buttons. And uh, a lot of games, several games, uh, don't let you do that. This is one of them. Right. Exactly. Uh, and that's what I wanted to get into. We often uh, and as you mentioned, Kyle loves to go in cold. Like he walked up to an arcade system and just started playing, but. That's not what people really did with Street Fighter. If you wanted yeah. to get good at Street Fighter, you got the Prima Strategy Guide, even before yeah. it came to the home system. AOL keyword Street Fighter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There were a lot of these things, especially in the beginning when, you know, nobody knew how to do an uppercut. Now, I did because I was, of course, playing Fighting Street. Yeah. Plus, like you would, a lot of games would have at least you know the basic specials. Mm. Yeah, you won't have combos or anything, but you have the basics on marquee. Like you'd have two or three moves per exactly. character on either side, or de- like down in front or whatever. Yes. You, then you pick up your latest EGM with Bubsy the Bobcat on the cover, and it's got a <laughs> 17-page spread on every single combo for every single character in Super Street Fighter Two Championship Edition Turbo Extreme. Wahoo! Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you couldn't play Mortal Kombat and do the finishing moves just by guessing. Oh, God, no. And you couldn't no. do Killer Instinct by guessing. You couldn't walk up to those games and just guess. They were bizarre presses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat completely broke out of the whole uh, quarter circle, half circle formula. A lot of them did. And mm-hmm. that, that made it even worse. This at least stuck with most, like... It has your charge moves, it's got your quarter circle, your dragon punch motion, that that sort of move stuff, but it mixes and matches them with each character, so it gets it's still a little weird, but you can kinda fudge your way. Yeah, uh, I'm dying the, to get into this game, but there's so much setup that I think needs to be done that we haven't talked about. Yeah. That's why I'm sort of mentioning that if you want to play this game, first I think you should know what type of moves each character can do, or else you're gonna get your <laughs> handed to you. Uh, I can confirm that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and also, this has a unique mechanic of dashes. Now, I always bring up the game to ball number two, to ball number one, things like that. Yep. And that was based on pulling, pushing, pulling, pushing, and then doing a move. There was that one game, which I don't recall, that was based on a lot of dodge, pull back to either block a move or make the move go past you and then and then strike dead or alive does some that's of that. it that's yeah, it yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's actually one of the best grapple systems ever invented even yeah. with all the titties and the titties are wonderful and the titties are wonderful in this game as well uh they're mesmerizing oh yeah 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 like the the the, the uh graphic style has some pretty solid bounce physics to it i was Kind of impressed. Some of those are just solid bees, but the, the bounce is uh, is amazing. Liquid. Oh, yeah. Liquid bees. Yes. Maybe even A's. I'm not sure. And that's not sexual harassment. This is just art. This is... Yeah, uh, yeah. We are, and we are talking about facts. This is measurements. Exactly. This is all scientific. Yeah. Well, Fluid I, I dynamics is a very, very difficult science, friends. Uh, We're not just talking sine waves here. I'm pretty sure roomies were moving in a sine wave. <laughs> they were. And we got to talk about her. We got to talk about a lot, of, a lot of things in this game. Uh, yeah. But that's the one thing is first get a fact. Second is I mentioned it last show or the show before any of the shows. If you're emulating this, you can select what BIOS, not just your dip switch settings, which don't really change this. You can have your dip switch settings on one and that's not going to change it. Once you start the game, you're going to be on level four as far as difficulty. Mm-hmm. The way you get to level one is by holding down the start button, and then you can choose your level of technical ability. I don't know if it's one to eight, because I think four is in the middle, but I, I'm not certain on that because I used the hack version of the BIOS, uh, which is the same one that I have in, installed on my physical home AES console where I could choose, do I want it to emulate Europe? Do I want it to emulate Japan, Asia market, international market, USA? Do I want it to be the AES or the MVS system? So on this one, you go on your hacked ROM and you choose AES system. So now it's your home system and now you can choose easy. That would have helped a lot. <laughs> the problem with easy on your home consoles is that you're usually only limited to four continues. Oh. So it's a trade-off. Okay, I get in easier, but after four continues, I'm at the boss, and now I blew it because I didn't realize that that maybe there was another boss and another boss. So Yeah, that still would have been nice to learn on, though. Yes, it is nice to learn, and you might be able to get past the second stage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even on the home console. I I got got to a second round. I don't remember who. (laughs) It was bad. It was pretty bad. That's hilarious. Yeah, a lot of these characters are seem unbalanced, and indeed they are. But if you learn the move sets, you'll at least do a little bit better at it. So yeah. um, I don't really have any making mechanics. It's a side view fighting game. You can't jump into the background. You can't jump into the foreground. But I think some levels have up to eight levels of parallax scrolling. I, I, I think it was hard to count. <laughs> yeah, and g- generally, like it was really cool. Like all, most of them. 
give you the impression that you're moving around in a circle. Like, well, it, it right. was basically an excuse to loop the background, but it did feel really cool. Like, there's no walls. You're not, like, locked in. You just keep going back and forth. Yes. Which also keeps the camera fairly fixed. Uh-huh. I mean, it kind of, I, I think it zooms out slightly if you spread out, but not by much. Right. It is infinite background, so you can't get knocked into a corner like most fighting games and, you know, get crushed yeah. in a corner. And that dash mechanic, although it's it's sick, it's it's really cool. It is really cool. So let's talk a little bit about the attacks. A is what I love. Uh, of course, Neo Geo four buttons and a stick. I love the attack uh, mentioned for the A button, the subdued attack. Yeah, not weak, not whatever other term is usually used for it, but subdued. Just subdued it. It's shy. You gotta, you gotta let it warm up to you a little bit. Just chilling, relaxing. I don't feel like fighting right now. I'm just gonna hit you with some A's. Little tap, little tap. Indeed. Uh, B is medium uh, attack. C is strong attack. Then you have the double tap back. Or well, actually, if you just push back, you're in defensive mode. You block hits. Some yeah. hits are still gonna take your energy away. Some, some might not. Yeah, and the chip is still in there. Yeah, and definitely if you're blocking a lot, you're going to get thrown. Mm-hmm. Then there's the back step, which you should probably, 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 probably be using a lot, which is yes. the double tap back. You only step back a little bit, but it's enough to get out of the way of... Uh, a some, lot of things. Yes, indeed. Then you have your dash button, which we mentioned, which is a double tap forward, and you will run like an insane person. Yeah, and but a, lo- a lot of the dashes will actually get you through uh, enemy attacks and whatnot, and you'll pop out on the other side. Exactly. So instead of doing the Street Fighter gimmick where you keep jumping over their head, jumping over their head to the other side, other side. That's not going to work. <laughs> no, it won't. You'll get kicked right out of the air. Yeah. And I got to tell you, a lot of games are fair on the jumps as to who wins. Uh, by, by the way, the third tip on doing well at this game is to play against another player. <laughs> Yes. Do not play the computer. Yeah, it's super cheap. Now, one of the interesting things that I never used, although I did use it, I, it never did me any good, is the sudden stop, which uh, you when you're dashing forward, you could double tap back to sudden stop. And I never found a good use for that, except getting my <laughs> kicked. And then, yeah. and then the D button will perform a taunt, which will... Get your kicked. Yeah, once again... I don't know how to turn your energy bar into super moves using the taunt. I never had my energy. Maybe I just was never able to taunt enough. Uh, I never or what? noticed there was an energy bar. So Oh, well, this is, getting <laughs> this is the fourth tip on this game. This game is called Get Beat Down. Now you could do two super moves in a row. This does allow you to string your super moves. Uh, well, that and, explains a couple of... Uh, Things I got hit by then. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the two times I did okay, yeah. one of them just blew up in my face. Exactly. So you allow yourself to get down to under a quarter of your energy bar, and oh, then you'll start okay. blinking. And once you start like, blinking... It's like desperation attacks, okay. Exactly, it's desperation moves, yes. And then, But this is unique in the fact that you could actually string two desperations together. I mean, we, we'd see this in Marvel versus Capcom. Uh, similar types of things. If you're on level four, you could do two level ones and a level... I don't know who the f- but, uh, oh, whoops! <laughs> Darn! I mean... You could, you know, it doesn't really matter because we're talking about 1995 here. 
so yeah there's a lot of there's juggles in here and one thing you have to remember about early games like this you really do want to use your a b's and c's uh to fight with your low kick only to kill the enemy will not work the mortal Kombat trick <laughs> that won't no. work <laughs> you, no yeah you, you, you cannot hammer buttons you got to figure out what flows into what and uh, you're gonna spend a lot of money learning that but you will so that's the basic punch kicks of this this title, and the dashes make it unique, and that's about it. And the fa- and also the subdued attack I thought was worth mentioning. Uh, first of all, you're treated to a, an intro to this game that is more metal than kicks. This intro is metal. The animation of the characters getting ready for battle is super sweet, and I love it. In this game, there's also something called an instant death move. You turn your character's head and move while you press A, B, or C, and you will do an instant death move. Supposedly, this exists. Yeah, I <laughs> never saw anything like that. It sounds like, are you just like giving yourself really severe whiplash? Like, from the description, that's all I'm getting here. How the hell you turn your head? Turn your head and cough. Maybe that's what the sudden stop is for. Oh, Maybe. Maybe like, I, I turn know. your head when you do that. Like if you do it when you're past the other character and haven't turned around yet, I never oh. really noticed that that happened. Oh, try that. Well, I, I do <laughs> want to revisit this, you know, after the trauma wears off. Yes. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a shot. Right on. Yeah. Um, let's go into this. You get this metal intro and the backstory of this game is pretty unique because it reminds me of Astro Boy. You know, Astro Boy, when Astro Boy came out, he fought for peace. He fought for the middle. He fought for contentment. He fought for neutrality. He didn't fight like Superman, truth, justice, and American way. He didn't fight for who he thought was right. He fought for peace. Let's keep peace happening. And that's sort of, sort of the backstory of this game, which completely gets lost because it's a one-on-one beat-em-up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but evidently... There's this divine being who appears only once every millennia, and now it's a millennia. So you have to converge upon this solar system. Each planet is about four pixels worth of uh, detail. And um, then you're supposed to do something, and uh, neither benevolent nor malevolent, only neutral. His power is omnipotent. No mortal being is as powerful as... Felden Craze! Why not? So that's about it. You want to bring yeah. back the balance between dark and light. Well, everyone's doing it for like their kind of their own goals, which is actually the, the same way Waku Waku 7 worked out. Like everybody's just doing a thing. Like some people are, I'll save your planet or yes. be, 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 be the best space cop. Other people are like, you know what? I want to be hot and famous or I want to be cute and famous. That's really what it boils down to and how this plays into the neutral god i have no idea well he's got a crown so <laughs> that's important i guess yes yes as you mentioned each character is very gabby i like to talk after each match and let you know where you stand fun tip about this a will be uh some milk toast talk b is the default if you don't touch anything uh, oh, you then, can respond to that? I just let it, it disappear. I didn't realize that. No, you can make a strong response then by hitting C 
and really rub it into them. So when your character talks, you could choose between A, B, and C to do different gabs at your opponent. But since you didn't win, uh, that <laughs> really doesn't come into play. No. So you could do that. And I just wanted to mention the backstory, which has no bearing on this game whatsoever. Let's talk about the characters, and then I'll talk about why I think this is amazing. All right. You've got Ryu, Space Cop Rolf. Rolf. He's ba- yeah, he's Sonic Blast Man, basically. Mm. He's got rocket punch. he got rocket shoulder pads. He goes fast, and he shoots you with a ray gun. Ray he's gun. pretty sweet, actually. Like He also has the fire using with the... With the um, oh yeah the yeah button. yeah it's got like a flamethrower setting mm, mm. pain in the ass that because yeah. like I said there's juggles in this so he'll hit you with multiple hits and you can hit your opponents with multiple hits as well so if they jump into the ray gun blast they're flying up in the air and then if the if it was a short ray gun blast they're within your range to get hit with that flamethrower version of the gun and yeah. uh, get toasty or if he doesn't do that he'll follow up with his dragon punch equivalent mm-hmm. which is basically a dragon punch indeed let's uh, talk about got, kazuma oh yeah his ninja buddy who is basically ken it's again he throws wolves or spirit wolves or something instead of it looked like wolves might have been a dragon head i don't know i wasn't really paying that much attention i gotta uh, tell you very easy to do his fireball thing that was yeah. this this big head but it goes right through the opponent and i never saw very much damage from that no. you don't get kickback on your opponent. your opponent just jumps right through it I'm assuming they take damage, but... Oh, well, you definitely take damage. Yeah, but... It, it wasn't much, though. No. Yeah, his sword does most of the work. He is Ninja Boy. Well, Ninja Man. He's a very grown-up. The Hurricane Kick equivalent, yeah. but with a sword. He spins. Yeah, which is kind of cool, because he sort of puts his his sword at waist height and then yeah. spins around in a circle, sort of like you get a, a back cut from it. I get to see the blood. Yeah, It's gross. But he's a space ninja, and I love that. And I really like yeah. being this character. But and he, and he's weak. straight up like, I just want to be more powerful. I gotta fight. I gotta fight the very best. That's yeah, all he's there for. Right. We got Jury. Okay, uh, Judy. Well, yeah, Judy's to the left on the select screen. I'm trying to visualize this. Uh, she's the dominatrix mm-hmm. who just steals things and wants to be hot. That's she's basically the hot it. cheeks. Yeah, she's basically like. I got a kind of like a hybrid Chun Li cami vibe out of her. Like it's it, she's all kicks. It's it legs for days. Yeah, it is. But and uh, her specials are all like kind of mini combos that you can lead in with. She's got a flip kick too. I think it's on one of her dragon punch motions and not um, flash kick motion like Guile. It's fairly easy to pull off if you know you're not getting your <laughs> kicked. But she has. I don't think she has any projectiles. Or if she does, I didn't find it. No, and she doesn't have a whip. But she's, yeah, just, but yeah, it's, she's it's, a straight-up no, badass. Uh, yeah, it's no Sophia? Sophia from Toshinden. Oh, yeah, what was the one from Soul Calibur? Uh, that, uh, that chain uh, That's Ivy. Yeah, she. I think she's most like that, but she's this fiery redhead. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, outfit-wise, it's more of an Ivy. It's yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot of uh, leather missing from whatever <laughs> animal uh, was originally purchased to make that I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's pleather. I don't know. Yeah, I actually most most of it went into the boots. Mm, right, right, right. Let's talk about Rumi. Uh, Rumi's adorable, but also racked. She that's, that's, that's is way to put it. amazing. She's a she's cosplay, but yeah, I think really part cat. And, oh yeah, yeah. and kangaroo like, like wallaby or something. She hops around a little bit, so maybe she's like bunny cat wallaby. Yeah, she's 
low tier furry, super cute, has like kind of like a wrestling guitar. She's some of her moveset is a lot like Zangief. She's got a her super is a, a 360 controller motion, and she's also very uh, close combat melee. Although Shades of Felicia, she's got a roll move because mm-hmm. every character needs to have a roll move. And then her other main thing is like she's got punches she can combo through. And I just love her expressions. So oh, yeah. well animated. I love the super huge like boots and gloves too. It's she's completely anime. She came from anime world, you know. Basically, like all oh, yeah, these people yeah. come from different worlds. Yeah. If you play on her stage, it's completely anime. It's you've got like seven different shades of Totoro, and one that's got like six or seven heads in its torso, which is actually <laughs> kind of terrifying because you've got like. Her like it looks like her little sister or something like all like all her cute little friends and there's little guys running in the foreground and stuff and then you got this guy who's just like yeah I'm going to swallow your nightmares. <laughs> this is a galactic fight. You can't get any way around it. You know some of these are loosely tied in with their names, but this is really a galaxy fight. These people are from distinctly different places. Yeah, all the all the planets actually have when you go to the different stages. There's a little rundown of uh, their rotational year and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the atmosphere and stuff. It's very quick. It's uh, you'd have to pause to read it. But let's for, go for Gunter. Uh, I like Gunter. Gunter was cool. He's one of the big guys. His uh, character size is about the same as a uh, our Robo friend, but he's just this big green dude who he can breathe uh, fire. Well, it's more like vomit fire. Yeah, I love but, him. Yeah. I love yeah, Gunter. Yeah, he's brutal, and he's not really explained. He's just like, I'm large. Uh, I understand uh, the black guy's mystical nature, so he's basically just a little bit. He's a space racist, and uh, <laughs> yes. he, I forgot but he about looks, that. He looks really cool. He's a lizard dragon man, and yeah. everybody looks like they're from a different place. I mean, they're all humanoid, uh, except for the yeah. robot. But his race is. A cool looking race, and this is where you really see that cell shading type of thing going on. Oh yeah, you know, in the select screen, in his in his victory poses, things like that. And I don't want to get into the backgrounds yet, but his background is one of the most impressive. He's just it's a water world where uh, you're about um, a little over ankle deep in water. The reflection and the the, the ripples, the ripple effect, yeah. I guess, of the different things on the stage. Just beautiful, and it's this giant expanse with um, broken columns. At some point, this must have been a big city in the background, and, and clouds, and it's just completely blue. Because, and that, that makes complete sense. Like you don't have this water that's a different color than the sky. No, the the sky is reflected in the water, so it's just all these blues and whites and 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 columns and. Uh, broken down sort of like Greek architecture and things like this. So very, very impressive. And I, I love being this guy. And I also love being Rumi. So those are the two people I think I, I like to play the most as. Uh, but uh, Gunter, what a weird name. Yeah. This German uh, dragon, I guess. Yeah, you got Gunter and Rolf. Rolf being the other guy yeah. who recognizes the mystic nature of, <laughs> of the token black guy. Yeah, that's kind of a little weird. G Dunn. G Dunn. G, yeah, G Dunn is the street thug character. Mm. He's got a good look, although, like, but there's not much going on with him. He's just, like, a guy who just, his whole backstory is, like, he literally just wants to be left alone. He flips a coin in the beginning. I like that. Very stretchy, like Dalsim, it seems. Mm. That's what I noticed. Mm. But other than that, 
He's just like, hey, what's up? He kicks my butt, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's got that reach, and you need like you don't even have to get up close for him to smash your face into the ground. <laughs> great. Next is Alvin. Yeah, Alvin. Uh, no Simon, no Theodore. <laughs> um, he's got a little horn on his crown. I like him. He's like a prince of basically purple and gray Venus. Uh, like his planet's been screwed over. He's sort uh, of like another anime. He's from a different anime. Yeah, yeah, he's from, he's uh, yeah. Whereas Rumi is like the shojo anime character, uh, the magic, the kind of magical girl. This is the shonen. I must avenge my family uh, and bring back prosperity of my kingdom. Kind of kid. I think he's the smallest character actually. Yeah, size wise, he's pretty boring to me. But yeah. he has a he has the best background. That's some, the background that got oh, me yeah. into this game. Yeah, the the like you're standing in like kind of fog up to your ankles and. Like, there's this cool uh, purple storm going on in the background, and this whole, like, ruined castle and it's, off it's in the distance. And windblown sand type of stuff constantly, many layers yeah. of parallax. This is the background that got me into this game. Yeah, his, and his moveset, he's got a lot. Like, he can control air like nobody's business. Mm, mm. I think they made that to compensate for his... Lack of fight, and he, I love his headbutt. Uh, or it's one, yeah. maybe it's one of his throws, but he actually stabs you with like the horn on his crown. Yeah, he has this one horn in the middle. I mean, what an odd choice, one horn. Yeah. Who, where do you see that? Unicorns, uh, rhinoceros. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, the rhino, narwhals, but, but not, <laughs> but not like as a headband on a character. You would all mostly always see two horns. He's you know? cross-playing as a can opener. I guess that's what it is, but I, I found it very unique. And then, of course, we have Musafar. I guess that's how you say his name. I would say it Musafar, but I think yeah. they say Musafar in the in the in the game. It, yeah, it's Musafar. Built, he's a robot from some empire, the Fakir Empire, I think. So I guess that's where the name tie is. And oh, he's yeah. just there to murder murder everybody and get data on them. That's it. And he is a contortionist. Oh yeah, dude! I like I love his walk animation because he kind of his lower half turns sideways and his little feet are going chee 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 chee. Yeah, and he's got he got a big old shield. And he's got some lasers. I didn't really do much with him. He's hard to use. He's yes, because he, he's very clunky as a yeah. robot would be. But he's hard to know what's going on. Okay, he's humanoid. Wait a minute. No, now he's lawn furniture. What's yeah. happening here? I think the most impressive part about this game is the art style. And the music is really good, too. Yeah, the, mu- the music is definitely solid. I will go to bat for that. And different. Different yeah. for each stage. Now, I'm not sure if I felt like I was fighting during that music. Some of the music I thought I was fighting with that as the background music. Some I just thought was, hey, there's the music. I noticed it too much. And I didn't feel like I was fighting to that music. But like I said, the intro is just complete metal. I think there would be a cleanup on aisle 10 if Kyle saw this intro. It's good. So the art direction and the backgrounds. The backgrounds, so there's maybe one or two playing backgrounds. I think uh, G-Dome's, is that what it's G-Dome or G-Dome? I can't remember. Well, anyway, Mr. G, his background's a little flat. It's a city, cityscape, but not very interesting. I could have sworn the game said, like, gone done, which is like, oh, excuse oh, me? Oh, oh, huh. When I lost is him. I, so. for, I forgot, yeah, he he's, he reminds me of a rank Xerox because he's sort of got, like, welding goggles on. He does have oh, that yeah, purple, yeah. purple puffy coat. His bare chest uh, down to his belly button's all showing, and he's got a gold chain 
with a silver medallion in the middle and like that cool winter's cap. He doesn't care. He'll yeah. wear it during the summer. Yeah. You know? Goggles are staying on at night. He's good to go. It doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. It was an interesting fusion there, moveset-wise. Because, again, a lot of these characters just felt like mix-and-match Street Fighter characters, but that was kind of endemic of the era. Definitely. Yeah, you know, as soon as we got our Fatal Fury, as soon as we got our um, Art of Fighting, yeah, and then you had uh, World Heroes, of course. World Heroes! I I would love to talk about this game. Uh, Yeah. World Heroes Jet. Talk about a mishmash and, and a lot of things. When World Heroes came out, it was all right. When World Heroes 2 came out, oh my gosh. You, yeah. You're talking about full screen super moves. The backgrounds are full screen super moves. Here you don't see that. This is a, a very difficult fighting game. Yes. And there's a lot to do in it. You know, it's hard to talk about a one on one fighter except for naming the characters, and and it's a little boring. But this game is pretty exciting, I think. I think it's something you need to see. I recommend just playing as Rumi, and maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, if nothing else, (laughs) just bounce around through a few stages and at least get a look at it. If you want to get it now, it's actually on the Nintendo Switch. It's on the eShop for that, the bunch of uh, Neo Geo games listed as arcade classics on there even though this is the home version that's on there okay uh that'll run you about eight bucks i see i see hmm i don't know if it's worth eight bucks by this time neither do i um wait 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 for a sale (laughs) unless like i said unless you're really into fighting games and you want to see something different yeah although Uh, the eight bucks will make up for the amount of credits you would put in there normally (laughs) just to get through three stages that's very true very true i think this is a piece of art if you treat this as artwork you're going to see a lot of nice graphics happening on different stages not every stage is spectacular and it's it's nice to see that there was other stuff going on this came out when um, stuff like Mortal Kombat and I think Mortal Kombat 2 was out by this point and Killer Instinct were out. So it definitely got overlooked. And mm-hmm. it was nice to see that Sunsoft's first one. So they're definitely finding their legs. I kind of wish like the Infinite Stage thing could come back up again. Although then like the wall bounces and stuff from Waku Waku 7 wouldn't have worked. But they could have. I don't know if they brought that back for um, Astro Superstars. That. That's yeah, it. Astro Superstars. I never, never played that yet. There's so many fighting games on the GI. I mentioned about, you know, Aggressors of Dark Combat, Cry of the Wolf, I think. Something about the wolf. Yeah, Guru Mark of the Wolf. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, but that was tied in with, uh, it was like a spinoff of um, King of Fighters and Art of Fighting. Yeah, they they all have tie-ins somehow. Yeah, SNK has has like this whole huge super network of fighters, so. Sometimes there's a game where I latch on to a character, and this game I latch on to Rumi. And even when I'm getting murdered, it's funny because of her complete anime. I mean, she was all in on the anime. I love being Rolf because he's the easiest person to to be. But I hate his face. Put a helmet on that guy. Yeah. I I don't mind his space outfit, but his face bothers me. And I don't want to be him. It bothers me like the just the promo art because it looks like they just slapped a head on a box. And there's like some a couple tin cans slapped onto that. Like it's just they stacked a bunch of trash. Yeah. Gave him a gun. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else to really say about Galaxy Fight? Uh, there's juggles. There's dash moves. There's any type of move you could think of from other fighting games. But the main draw is the artwork to me. The music is sweet. Just the character development. 
Yeah, and I swear that Capcom swiped the font they used for the Universal Warriors bit for uh, Plasma Sword and uh, whatever, the Star Gladiator. Yeah, that was it. I was uh-huh. trying to remember the name during the, my playthrough. That's play another game I play for just two characters. Oh, yeah. And I love, I love that game because of those two characters. So, yeah, I think this was very inspirational to developers. And I remember when this came out. It was a big deal. Huh. Yeah, a lot, a, big deal yeah a, lot, a lot of little stuff popped up here and there like the visual style again uh, snk would revisit that on their own and some of the uh the king of fighters yes. tied mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. especially that slow clunky one yeah <laughs> which i think most people avoid but i i, I kind of find cool you know because that's me like i said hard to talk about fighters but i wanted to get your impression so as the prequel as a sunsoft game Believe it or not, Sunsoft. I mean, I don't know what to say. I You wouldn't expect this game out of Sunsoft. I don't think you would expect Waku Waku 7 out of Sunsoft. Yeah, I, I love seeing that, though. It's kind of like when Square put out, like, Einhander and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, Square's making a shooter? Woo! Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was amazing. So it's, yeah. it's, it, it feels like something, like, they had a few guys who were like, want to make a fighter, want to make a fighter, want to <laughs> make a fighter. Okay, fine. Oh. This is actually good. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, this one you might not be able to appreciate because of its difficulty. But what, yeah. do, what do you think about compared to Waku Waku 7? Like, I, I think you guys gave a pretty mediocre review of Waku Waku 7. I think I liked it a little more than Keith did. But mm. there were things I didn't figure out uh, that I had trouble with. There were things he figured out. I was like, really? And after hearing that, I was like, you know what? I do want to go back to that. And that one is available, I think, on um, some of the more recent... Co- yeah, that, uh, yeah, that is another one of the arcade classics on the Switch. And I think it's on the, the PS4 and the X-Bone as well. You can get those as arcade classics. I think the SNKs, Neo Geo ones, are releasing on all three. So and that if you is want to bright. pick up the sort and, of follow-up, yeah. there you go. That is bright and colorful and cheerful and nothing like this. Yeah. Um, I have to admit it before we sign off. A lot of me playing this game was hitting all three buttons at the same time and just <laughs> moving a joystick around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you throw me at... I remember I played a little bit of a SNK versus Capcom, and mm. I think you can actually set... Yeah, you can set the input mode in that one to Capcom style or SNK style. And SNK style is just like, do you like half circles? Here's 18 of them. Right, exactly. You threw a fireball. Congratulations. Yes. You can now play the game uh, with two buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good. Cookie. Hey, everybody. Uh, that's it for this game. I hope you enjoy Neovember. We have one more game. I think we're going to wrap up strong. It's another sequel. I think it's the best of the bunch, and I don't think there's been a better one since. So we will talk to you next week. Check out Galaxy Fight just to check it out and we'll check you out never but you can check us out next week on we talk games arcade weekly hope you like us bye bye Yeah, yeah, I'll
Yeah. 